and welcome to Confounder Press Downright Hopeful, where we are Confounder Pressed and Downright Hopeful sometimes, but uh, by the end of the podcast, we start out depressed and get hopeful at the end. I am your host, Stephen Sturvin Michaels, and usually this is a solo kind of a deal, but let's be honest, it has been months since I've done a solo podcast because... I hate doing solo podcasts. They're weird. They're 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 stressy. It's hard to keep a conversation going with a microphone because, damn it, the mic just doesn't talk back. But you know who does talk back? Who's a good back talker? Back sasser, really. Is my co-host from the Confound Millennial. Chan the Man Miller, who will be helping me out today by keeping me from running on rabbit trails and going, but um, but um, but um, too many times. Or maybe I'll just go to sleep here on his couch and let him do his thing. Dude, that sounds like a plan, Chan. Let's just cuddle up on that couch and go nah, to sleep. Nah, nah, me by, by myself. Oh. Well, that's, I was asleep on the couch first, and then you had to call me and tell me you were outside, ready to do a podcast. Because someone had told me to be here by 8.30. Because someone had forgotten to cancel it because he got super sad and stuff, but you know what? We're here. We're here and to we're talk about that sad and stuff. Yeah, but it's not all sad and stuff. Sometimes it's good. Like, we're going to be, we're going to be talking about a lot of things. Um, we're going to be talking about the fact that I'm sad. We're going to be talking about the fact that I'm happy. We're going to be talking about Neopets. We're going to be talking about a lot of stuff here today. Neopets? Yes. We'll get into that later. Do you know what a Neopet is? Yes. Yeah, we're going to be talking about Neopets, Chandler. Oh, but uh, we'll get into that later. But for right now, <sighs> it has been a while. I don't even know how to catch up. Since the last Confound Depressed episode. Um, you were single on the last one. I also had just broken my toe. And okay. quit my job. And my toe is healed. Uh, I have a new job. And I am no longer single. Which I caught up three major life things very quickly. Um, I, let's see here. I broke my toe in a fit of rage at the pizza place I was working at. I kicked my car and quit the job and ended up getting a new job, pressure washing radiators. Yeah, boy. For the first week, like, my boss didn't even realize that I was working on a broken foot until I told him, like, a week into it, I dropped something on it, and he's like, you okay? And I was like, yeah, I just, uh, I broke my toe last week, or I broke my, f- I think I said foot to seem more manly, but, you know, I broke my toe last week, uh, and this is the first time I put pressure on it. I've been walking miles around your shop on a broken toe. Which, usually, a broken toe wouldn't be that bad if it wasn't your big toe. You know why? Why? 
Because you need your big toe for balance. That is exactly why. Dude. Okay, so I hit it. I'm on the phone. I'm like, yep, I just broke it. And I was able to drive home. And it was just tingly. I was able to get upstairs. But by the end of the day, I was sliding up and down the stairs on my butt to get a cigarette. And like crying on my way up the stairs. Because he was that desperate for a cigarette. I hope my landlord doesn't listen to the podcast, but I ended up just hanging my body outside the window at one point. Hanging that body out that window, though. Yeah, I was, uh, like, I just didn't leave the podcast room. Which would have been perfect podcasting time, but I was so upset that, you know, it was just, uh, I didn't want to freaking podcast. So here we are, months later, episode five of Confound Depressed. Downright hopeful. And let me tell you, things had been looking up for a while. But this week is shit. We'll get into that. First, we got to talk about the fact that another thing has changed. Not only has my cho- my toe changed, I almost said my chode tamed. <laughs> chode tamed? Oh. Not only has my chode been tamed. <laughs> Viewers want to know about that? <laughs> I did say I got a girlfriend. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure they did not want to know about that. Because I did not want to know about that. Not only has my toe changed. <laughs> Ooh, buddy. But. <laughs> You know, English is hard. I've got a girlfriend now. I wish I knew where the soundboard was, because that was a perfect one for (laughs) Tacton Twiddly Doo. Oh my god, dude. Ugh. Alright, back on track. But yeah, her name's Lissa, the girlfriend Garrett, on the podcast. She's done several episodes with me now. And uh, she's pretty cool. I like her. She's a cool cat. She is a cool cat. She, uh, I've talked about it on the Confound Millennial, but had I talked to you about, like, the box that she sent me? Yeah. Like, sonic screwdrivers and chocolate and stickers Mm. and just... Because I picked up the sonic screwdriver last time I was here. And that's how we got on that conversation. Oh, yeah. Just all fun things. Because I thought it was, like, supposed to be some kind of finger. Yeah. Okay. Well, all I'm going to say is look up the 13th Doctor Sonic Screwdriver. And tell me there's not something wrong with that being the design of the first female Doctor Screwdriver. There's just something wrong with it, okay? All right. Back on track. Yeah. Okay. Going. Hmm. But, <sighs> let's see, I took a long break from the podcast. Uh, about a week, or was it two weeks? Well, I'm talking about this oh, podcast. Okay, the, it was like okay, it's been about a month. Two months. Uh, two months? It's been two months? If not longer. Oh, wow. 
And then, because remember on Confound Millennial, I've already recorded episode 69 at this point. Wow, 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 Um, but, you know, I've only done, this is number five of the Confound Depressed Downright Hopeful. I'm going to get some more of these out there. Yeah, that's what I'm working on. That's what we're currently trying to do right now. Um, but everything's getting a lot better and a lot of easier. Things are going smoother. I've got a notebook now that Alyssa sent in that box. And she put little spots. She put all of our social media stuff um, on the front. Passwords, too? No. <laughs> Guest list. Uh, she needs to make me a little tiny notebook with all the passwords. But, like, she filled out the guest list, and then she left spots for me to do a schedule, social media schedule, uh, weekly topics, promotions, uh, Patreon stuff, ideas, and then podcast notes. And I'm currently doing podcast notes by recording date. So, episode 62 was the last episode where I will put a description out that says, I don't know what's going on in this episode, because I don't have time to listen to it, and it's uh, an hour late. (laughs) But that's what I wrote on the description for episode 62. This is the last episode that... Uh, st- that was recorded before the notebook came into play. So who knows what this episode is about, but enjoy. Alright. And I even talk about the notebook on that episode, too. <laughs> it was one of the very few things I wrote down. I wrote down sexy calendar post or podcast upgrade and notebook. Oh, we're talking about all kinds of stuff on that one. Yeah, but I couldn't remember. Like, so I just wrote the Confound Calendar was the name of the episode because I cranked (laughs) out so many, like, I made so many episodes last week, Mm -hmm. but I only... They all went intertwined with each other. I did one every night. Oh, wow. I did a podcast every night last week trying to get um, to where it's not so stressful, Mm -hmm. like, to where... Yo, if I didn't do that last week, I would be kind of freaking out that Kyle didn't show up tonight. But originally, I was like, you know what? If Kyle doesn't show up, we're just going to do a Confound Depressed. Because this, uh, tonight, we were supposed to do a Confound Millennial episode with me, Chandler, and Kyle. And it's just, man, it's tough getting all three of us into a room at the same time. Because... Kyle works third shift, uh, Chandler works a lot, I work a lot, um, it's just hard to get us all awake at the same time. I like sleeping my life away, because it's like killing yourself without Hence the commitment. That's why I'm yawning like every five seconds. Because it's like killing yourself without the commitment? <laughs> no, just because I'm tired. Something out trying to get us all awake. Dude, to be honest, that's why I've been falling asleep so much lately. Because I'm just like, I don't want to be conscious anymore. And now well, I'll just fall asleep. let's talk about it. 
Well, we are talking about it, Chandler. Why don't you want to be conscious? Because I'm freaking out. What you freaking out about? Um, let's see here. My car, the Jimmy, may be dying soon. Um, I decided I was going to catch up. Okay, so here's what happened, right, with my landlords. Okay, whoa, so, whoa. You just completely jumped subjects. Don't worry. It's all related. So my landlords sold the place, sold the apartment, sold the compound studio. And they, the old landlords, collected month or rent at the last collected day month. of the collected month at the last day of the rent. Collected rent at the last day of the month. These landlords want to do it the regular way and collect rent the first day of the month. Meaning that suddenly, just one day, I am now behind a rent, or behind a month's rent. And so I decided a couple days ago I was going to write the rent check out for both months and get it... uh, get it caught up and then the next day I go to work I go to lunch I go to McDonald's I drive there fine then I crank up the jimmy on my way uh, to leave McDonald's and it's having a seizure the whole thing is shaking I've only felt something like that happen one time before and that's when the transmission was going out it shook when the transmission was going out? Yeah, but it only shook when it was uh, trying to switch gears. Okay. But this has been shaking like that. Just you turn the key and it's shaking. And so I called my dad, had him come look at it. He was like, all right. He was like, all right. In right work tomorrow and Wednesday. You get it in the shop on Wednesday if you want to live. If you want to live? Yeah. He didn't say if you want to live, but every time he looks at me when he's talking about the car, he just gives me this face like, or the thing will freaking blow up. <laughs> he said that time or two before. He's like, you get this done or it'll blow up. And uh, so I've been kind of stressed thinking that the Jimmy is going to blow up on me. And I honestly don't know how I'm going to pull this off. You're going to pull it off just like any other human being will. You'll stress it out. Straight out of my ass. Like every time. You'll stress it out. Then, you know, the money will just appear. People will be kind. Be like, hey, we'll give you time to pay. We'll let you take your car even though you can't pay us. Or some magical thing is going to happen. But the fear is... And it's going to all work out. Yeah, that's what always happens. But my biggest fear is... How long am I going to ride this luck train? Like, I didn't... I've never had to pay a penny. Well, at least you've had a luck train. Like, I've... Like, I've had to fix some things on the Jimmy before, but it was given to me. And I'm not, like, one of these kids that just, like... Oh my god, honey, it's your 16th birthday, here's a car. I mean, like, 
I got You kind of stole your car. I got lucky not to get arrested <laughs> for getting the car. I stole my car from my parents. And my mom didn't want my dad coming after me, so she told me that she... Or she told him that she let me borrow it for a few days. And then at the end of the few days, she was like, just keep the damn thing. And so... I mean, I think they originally had planned on me buying it from them, or something. Something happening. But, I mean, it's they bought it for me to learn how to drive. But it's almost as if they bought it for me to learn how to drive without a plan on getting it to me at some point. Hmm. But either way, one night, uh, me and my ex... We uh, were living together, and we uh, figured out she had to, we had to both be at work 15 minutes apart, one vehicle 30 minutes apart of where we needed to be. And I was like, here, drop me off at my parents' house at midnight. I know where the spare key is. Because <laughs> it was my car I was driving, and they took it away from me, and then... Uh, I just happened to know where the spare key was and they didn't steal it or they didn't hide it. Change it. Nope. And but now like, you know, I've been on this luck train of everything falls or everything falls into place. Like me and that girl, I had no idea how I was gonna pay month or rent one month, right? Mm-hmm. No idea. And I just looked at her and was like, it's gonna I was like, it's gonna happen. Like, we're going to pay rent. I don't know how, but it's going to come through. And you magically had the money you needed. And a guy that I had recorded an audiobook for when I was 17 called me up and said, Hey, you've got a profile picture on Facebook that I would like to buy from you to make the cover of my book. Huh. The next day is when he called me. Huh. Wow. It was like... I told her it was all going to come through. Trust me. She got mad. She left, went for a drive, didn't talk to me uh, for a couple hours that night. The next day, he called. We sold that picture. Me and the guy that took the picture sold it for $800 and split the money. Like, was it a professional taking picture? It was uh, old Justin Pert. Oh, okay. Which he's pretty close to professional. Yeah. It wasn't edited ever, but he's, you know, it was done on a nice camera. It wasn't like a cell phone shot or something yeah. like that. Like, he always put money so into So you're a face of a book. Yes, I am, which can be found in Betty's. I'm not sure where else you can find it, but... It's probably online. In the South. Okay, then look up the book... Uh, what the Bookman saw what by book Joe saw. Cobb Crawford. I'm looking this up right now. And let me know how it is, because I have no idea. I've never read it. I read his first book, but that's because I was the narrator of it. And then, I'm not going to get into it, but some stuff happened, and the audiobook never came uh, out. I didn't know that. I have, I have, as far as I know, I have two of the five copies that exist. 
and I need to find them all and burn them all. But yeah, uh, what the bookman saw, he took a picture of me uh, peeking over a rock, looking like I was falling off of Mount Yona, and then photoshopped it to where I was peeking over a uh, bookstore. And I still had this terrified look in my eyes. But yeah, if you want to check it out, look up What the Bookman Saw by Joe Cobb Crawford, and you'll see uh, my pretty little mug with hair on the cover. Not seeing anywhere you can buy it, but he has his own um, website. I'm trying to... Uh, life had... Been good. Okay, I'm trying to read my notes I took Can earlier. you read your own notes? No. Girlfriend. Job. Right. Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to talk about your luck train. I had the opposite of that while you had your luck train going on. True, you did. Um, My girlfriend broke up with me. Totaled my car. Well, let's see. Girlfriend broke up with me. Got a job. Got my license. Two months later, bought a phone. Two weeks later, totaled my car. Got, like, six months later, got another car. Then, what was that happened after that? Oh, then uh, things got going. Bought a TV. Next thing I know, my car breaks down. Then I'm like, okay. So, it seems anytime I buy something... Something bad happens. And, you know, I just decided to buy myself a phone again. So I'm, like, waiting. Like, what's gonna happen? I was talking to, uh... Sorry to take away, but I was talking to a co-worker today about a buddy of mine that, uh... I didn't list the buddy by name, but I was like, I got a buddy who he lives in a trailer and they literally got one room where you can see to the outside through the wall but they got a nice TV in every corner <laughs> I'm like and here I am and I've got a decent apartment but my TV is like the size of my head or I was like the TV that I have for the living room I'm thinking about putting the small TV downstairs <laughs> the what is it like a 15 inch it has to be something like that but uh it might end up being a podcast room monitor who knows all I know is I need to move that super nintendo that I got hooked up to into this room so we can actually play it play 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 what's next on the agenda well, you were talking about how your life was sucky. Is it still sucky, Chandler? I mean, it's Did, not. Is your no. girlfriend still broke up with you? Nope. How's that going? It's going good. Um, You know. We should go on double dates more often. Well, you see. And then we should ditch our uh, girlfriends. <laughs> we should date more often, Chandler. Do you realize how hard it is to get my girlfriend out of the house? Do you realize how... Okay, so we got trying to get Megan out of the house, 
versus trying to get Alyssa in the state. Alyssa comes down every other weekend? Yeah, we can get Megan out of the house every other weekend, I'm sure. Maybe. We'll bait her with bacon. (laughs) Does she like bacon? Who doesn't like bacon? I met a guy once. Once? Gosh, your foot stinks. Dude, it's my entire body. It's your body stinks? Dude, do you not see the grease on me? I haven't had a shower. I came home and I passed out. I came home, went to play some Witcher, and I was like, my goodness, I don't want to do anything. I meant to text you and say, don't come over. I really did. But I'm glad I didn't. Because here we are doing a podcast now. Podcast! I need to start listening to Theo Vaughn's this past weekend again to get some more inspiration for podcasting. Because his his solo podcast is very good. He's very good at uh, just talking. He's very long-winded. And he just, he's real, dude. He's so real. I need to find motivation to actually listen to podcasts. Dude, you just gotta find one that you like. There's a podcast for everything. I like playing video games and I can't even sit there and watch someone play a video game. So what makes you think I'm gonna be Dude, I can't watch someone play a video game. That's bullshit. Used to do that all the time at my house, you'd watch me play. What are you talking about? Dude, did I ever say I liked watching you play? No. I actually used to remember our old buddy Devin who always thought like everybody just wanted to watch him play a video game. I literally would rather slit my wrist than watch him play a video game. <laughs> like watching him play video games made me want to hurt myself. Mm. And I just, I can't believe that it's actually, like, people are making money off of people watching them play video games. I mean, you gotta keep content going when you I know, but the like fact that. that there's people out there that want to watch other people play video games. I don't want to watch you play a video game. I want to play a video game, dang it. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. I think it's mainly for when... Oh, I'm at work, and I work a desk job, so I'm going to open blah, 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 and let it play while I, instead of doing my job, da-da-da-da, stuff like that. I think it's more of that kind of situation going on. You see, how I got into podcasts is I went a year where I was pretty much alone. It's when I first stopped talking to your brother for a while, and I didn't really talk to anybody. I had you come over every now and then, but that was it. Mm -hmm. And I found four or five podcasts, and that's just what I listened to. That's what I did was I didn't watch TV. I didn't really play video games. I didn't have a video game system yet. Because you were poor. I had a PlayStation 2. But other than that, I listened to podcasts. And that was, like, my supplement for a friend group for a year. 
was I just listened to podcasts. Your friend group was a podcast? Yeah. Because I didn't have friends. I just listened to podcasts. You got this brand new phone and you're letting the uh, camera be all fuzzy. That's not fuzzy at all. I look fuzzy. No, you don't. Oh, wait. That's my glasses. Never mind. (laughs) I can make you look fuzzy. Oh, wait. Hey, take another picture. Okay. I was in a bad position and my pants were unzipped. Your pants were unzipped. Yeah, if someone were to zoom in, they might see something that they don't want to see. All right. Picture time. Picture has been taken. But, where was I? Oh, yeah. Like, podcasts, for me, became a way to keep me out of my own head. To keep me from constantly just beating myself up or having anxiety about stuff. I would sit and I would listen to Joe Rogan interview some scientists or Theo Vaughn talk about how he wanted to quit uh, masturbating or listen to... Heck, I would listen to Doug Benson get... uh, What's his name? get freaking Cheech and Chong on his show and just smoke everything. I would just listen to these podcasts and that uh, kept me sane for a while, really. And that's why I decided I wanted to do a podcast is I wanted, if I wanted to create content that people could, um, what are you listening to somebody yelling outside? Or are you just, what are you sliding on your camera? We don't have time for this. I (laughs) wanted to create content that if there was anybody out there like me that was just going through a rough time and needed to hear some people bullshit, um, that that was there and that for, 45 minutes to an hour you were distracted and that's what we're trying to do here at the confound millennial and confound depressed downright hopeful uh, even confound after dark is we're just trying to give people something to distract them from just this really shitty life we live sometimes I mean, it's not always bad, but dude, it's it's not great all the time. Are you great all the time? Absolutely not. That's why I have a uh, podcast called Confound Depressed, Downright Hopeful. Because right now, I am not okay. Like, I just wanted to sleep. All I want to do is fucking sleep. But... I don't know. I really need to figure out how to get better at doing these confound depressed downright hopefuls because I always get the 30 minutes you gotta and take I run that. out of stuff. You, you gotta write I did. down notes. I did. I blow through them so quickly when I'm going by myself. Alright, so you really haven't talked about what makes you so upset right now. Why are you so depressed? Other than the car. Is that the really car. it? Uh, the car, 
the rant, the money. <laughs> the money. Yeah, just the money. Not knowing where it comes from. Oh, yeah. I was in the middle of saying it. The, um, like, we were talking about the good luck mm-hmm. thing. I just feel like it's going to come up at some point. Like, reality's got to kick me in the face at some point and say, you got to buy a car. Yeah. At some point, reality's going to... It happens to everybody. And I don't, even, I don't even know how to go about looking for a car. You just go looking. You make it sound 100% easy. You just go looking for a car. You drive to a car lot. Okay, I was about to say, all right, Chandler, let's step outside, and I'm going to go looking <laughs> for a car. I'm going to pick the first one I see. I'm going to pick that brand new white Kia that my neighbor just got a couple months ago, and that'll be my car. <laughs> yeah, you just go, um, you know, take a gun into your neighbor's house. Oh, and... no, I don't want to do that. No guns. <laughs> Okay, take pepper spray into your neighbor's house. And threaten a cat? No, all I have to do is just hotwire a car. Do you know how to do that? Uh, I got a brother that does. How are you going to get into the car? Uh, I got a brother that knows how to do that. We forget I have a brother that did some thievery back in the day. Alright. Also, I have another brother that's very good at machinery, even though he's nine. I don't understand it. hair. Dude, okay, so my hair fell out when it was 18, pretty much. And so I keep telling my parents to let my little brother do whatever he wants with his hair. And I told him long hair is cool, so uh, he wants to grow his hair out long, right? Mm -hmm. Well, he wants to do the emo swoop. Oh, no. I want him to do the emo swoop. But the parents don't want him to do the emo swoop. He looks cool with the swoop. But they don't want him to do it, so he looks like a girl. They let him keep his long hair, but they won't. And I told, I ran into, or I had to see my mom the other day. Oh, yeah, another reason things were tough. I had to bury a kitten the other day. But I went to my um, parents to borrow a shovel to bury the kitten. And I was telling my mom, like, hey, there's this kid in second service at church that has a uh, has the emo swoop over his eyes. And he looks absolutely fine. Let Connor do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we talked about money. Talked about car issues. Talked about you being sad. You know what we have not talked about? The kitten. Hopeful. I've talked about hopeful a little bit. Maybe. Well, honestly, right now, Chandler, tomorrow I figure out what's going on with the car. And I don't know if I'm going to have hopeful until I figure out what's going on with the car. Well, you know what you gotta have to make tomorrow good? Hope. You gotta have faith, the faith, the faith. You gotta have hope and faith that tomorrow will be good. The faith, the faith. You don't have that, you're not gonna wanna go to work, you're not gonna wanna wake up, you're not gonna start, wanna start tomorrow if you do not have something to be like, this is gonna work. 
this is how it's gonna be. It's gonna be great. It's gonna all work out. Or you could do what I did today and be like, man, today's gonna suck. And then wake up when you're supposed to be walking out the door. My point exactly. Panic attack all day. My point exactly. True. So you gotta find something. You gotta find that faith. You gotta find that hope. You gotta really, make it a I just day wanna, worth it. And really, I just want to find a beer. But you know, you can't. Cause you've because you've been I've, sober. No, because I've already been drinking and I can't drive to go get another beer. Steven? Yeah. We left out on that too. I never stopped. In Confound Depressed Episode 4, I was talking about how I was uh, given the old drink in another rundown, see how that was. And honestly, I'm not awful with it. I like, thought you stopped. No. I forgot to update you on it. But really, what it is is like. I used to drink, like, I used to go and get, like, two Four Locos and a six-pack every night uh, when I was originally drinking, and now, like, three times a week, I'll have, like, one beer. So, but I have a rule. If I have any amount of alcohol in my system, I don't drive. Well, that's good. That's a good rule. Even though I literally live a rocks throwing distance away from town. I mean, you could walk. I could walk, but guess what's not fun? Walking? Yes. But you know what you can do while walking? Pokemon Go? Yeah! Or Harry Potter Wizards Unite. That too. I had Alyssa on the podcast and I didn't ask her anything about that. Which I really need to because that's a big thing right now. She keeps telling me to download it, and I keep forgetting to download it. Mm, I'm not a Harry Potter fan. I'm, I'm like a fan of the movies, but I never read the books. But I think, I think that's where I'm gonna leave it at. Other than, uh, I'm getting my Neopets account back. Just because, like, I yesterday I was like, you know what was fun? Neopets. My Neopets. To where if I didn't for, or where if I forgot to feed them, they don't die. Like, all that kind of stuff. Like, dude, it's been bad. A Johnny tore up a roll of toilet paper. Because you forgot to feed him? No. Oh. No, he tore into the cat food bag. Because, not because I forgot to feed him, because I fed him... 20 minutes late and since he opened the cat food bag I've just been like you know what just eat straight out the source buddy (laughs) it's been like two days but I keep walking down there and he's just got his head stuck in the bag I'm like well he's not starving (laughs) why is he such a food addict he is a foodie he's a little fatty he's gonna he's gonna get big he's already twice the size of Lily who's two years old and Johnny's not even one year old yet but I like my little cats they keep me company and they keep me sane most of the time except that Johnny needs to get his ass whooped half the time 
I'm going to beat them in a fight. Throw some Brazilian jiu-jitsu on them. But, I don't know. We're going to talk about Neopets on the Confound Millennial someday instead of on here. Because I realize it really has nothing to do other than I really wanted to have my Neopets back because I thought that would make me happy. <laughs> no, it would. Like, my face lit up when I remembered my username. But the email has long since not been in use. <laughs> and the password is who knows. My aunt came up with the password. Oh, gosh. In 2004. Oh, gosh. I hit her up. I'm like, is there any chance you remember this password you came up for me in 2004? That's something to... It's probably <gasps> your name and it's something birth- to do with Superman. Oh, I was going to say, it's probably your name and your birthday. Or birth year. Superman something. Two numbers followed it. Superman 69. Ladies and gentlemen, we're all going to Neopets.com, putting in Stephen MI04, and then whatever series of two numbers after Superman... And we're getting access to this Neopets account. Because I had a lot of rare stuff. I had paintbrushes. I had rare Neopets. And, like, what happens is you're, uh, when you put in your username, they're like, is this your Neopet? And it showed my uh, purple Yerbal Mimi. And I was like, oh, my gosh, yes. I remember this thing. That was my pride and joy. Like I got a Nick or I got a McDonald's toy of a purple yerbal and I called my aunt and I was like, I want a Neopets account and I want this thing. And so she set up a Neopets account and got me that thing. And it took me forever to find a paintbrush to paint in purple. But uh that used to like I would go home after getting bullied all day in middle school and I would just play Neopets and forget my life. So I'm kind of like trying to capture the nostalgia. Uh, Alyssa and I went to Books A Million this past weekend. And we found for five bucks a starter set of the original Neopets trading card game. Oh, God. And I was like, we have to get this. And we were going to learn to play it, but forgot. So we're going to learn next time she's here. Very interesting. But man, I used to collect the crap out of those cards. I wish I knew where they were because I could probably build a decent deck, whatever, however you however play the game. However it works. However it works, I'm sure I've got cards that are good. But you know what, Chandler? What's that? Uh, we are almost at 45 minutes. I'm running out of stuff to talk about. And, you know, my I just stink. I need to get a um, shower, and I'm just trying not to write my name in this book. Read it out loud, the name of the book. I was making a joke. Death note? Yeah. I guess you don't know the idea of Death Note, right? No. 
uh, Death Note is a manga, which I have the manga, which I held up and said I wanted to write my name in. And if he understood what the manga and anime was about, he would know that Death Note is about a book called The Death Note, and if you wrote a name in The Death Note, they die. Oh, okay. I'm kidding. But I feel like somebody's written Jimmy on in The Death Note. <laughs> One last thing about the Jimmy, and then we'll go. Um, today... In the parking lot of the radiator shop, there were two GMC Jimmys. Mm-hmm. My GMC Jimmy and a mofo that worked for GMC named Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> His name tag said GMC Jimmy. Did and you I say just, something to him? No, I just looked at him with his name tag and chuckled. You should and have I, said something. I brought it up to my boss. I was like, hey, there's two GMC Jimmys in the parking lot. And he was like, what? Like, did you see that guy's name tag? And he was like, what did it say? <laughs> like, it said GMC, and then his name was Jimmy. And he just looked at me like I was the dumbest sack of shit he's ever seen. I'm like, that's <laughs> hilarious. This is comedy gold right now. There are two Jimmys in the parking lot. <laughs> but either way... um, you know, a lot has changed on this podcast. We're hoping to be cranking out Confound Depressed Downright Hopefuls every Saturday. Uh, but if we don't, please don't hit the sonic screwdriver while I'm in the middle of doing <laughs> the end plugs. Um, but every Saturday look forward to Confound Press Downright Hopefuls it might be solo it might not be um but either way uh a lot's changed and we've got outro and intro music now so thank you uh Capstan for the intro music and thank you in her own words for the outro music did I say outro both times? No, you said intro and then outro. Okay, I felt like I said outro both times. But uh, the intro music is the tag of Wax Poetic or the intro to Consumed. Uh, it's kind of both of those. And then the outro is East and West by In Her Own Words. So this has been Confounded Press, Downright Hopeful, Episode 5, and uh, it's alright to be depressed as long as you got a little hope. And here is, like I just said, East and West by In Her Own Words. See ya, Chan. So